Hey, 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 all you CW fighters out there. It is one of your favorite hosts with the most. And boy, do I have some exciting news for you today. So first things first, let's talk about Encounter Quest. It's coming at you faster than a cheetah on caffeine. So mark your calendars for April 1st, folks. But that's not all. Oh, no. Yours truly, along with the amazing Drewski, have been busy bees behind the scenes working on our website. We have pretty much been working harder than a student cramming for a final exam. And let me tell you, it has paid off. We know our show has room for improvement, but fear not, my dear listener, because we have just the thing to make it even better. A Patreon feature. And here's the cherry on top. You can call in and share your very own encounter with us. Just click on the sneaky Bigfoot hiding in the water on the first page of our site and start recording. It's so easy, even a Bigfoot can do it. So, what are you waiting for? Grab your phone, tablet, or computer, and let's hear about your incredible experiences. And without further ado, let's get started with the show. It's going to be a wild ride, folks. story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-T-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Alright everybody, so welcome to another episode of Cryptid Warfare. I'm so freaking stoked about a guest we have today. <laughs> Like you have that. Yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Drewski. Oh yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. What's going on, guys? Uh, we have a very awesome guest. Uh, her name is Jessica. Okay, pardon me if I'm saying this right. It's M O R A. Yes, Mora. Mora. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Mora. Yeah, Jessica Mora. Mora, guys. Jessica. Uh, here she is. Yay! Sure Anyways, Sorry. guys. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's she's one of the hosts uh, for <clears throat> Counter Quest. So. 
Um, yeah, if you guys uh, well, want to give her a shout and find her, Jessica, what can people find you at? Uh, well, EncounterQuest.com, um, for sure, for our event, um, where they can email at EncounterQuest51 at gmail.com. Um, Facebook, we're at EncounterQuest on Facebook, too. You can message us there. Oh, beans, yeah. right on. <laughs> Jessica, let's get into this, man. Um, yeah, you and I have been chit-chatting for a while. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just I saw you guys' page a while back and mm -hmm. pretty interested. I don't know how the heck we started talking, but yeah, we just, we just did. Got so, um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Lines up yeah, conversations. All right. I got some notes here. I got some show notes here. Um, let's just let's just go ahead and let's just, just dive right into this. Um, yeah. At twelve, when you're twelve years old, you said you had your first paranormal experience. What was that about? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. So I was at um. I was at my friend's house. Um. She was having a sleepover, and she was really like a a good friend of my best friend. So my best friend was Caitlin. And then this girl, her name was Holly. And it was Holly's birthday party. So I went over there. We were having a good time, you know, this 12 year olds at a birthday party, you know? <laughs> and all of a sudden Holly was like, oh, well, let's play a game. I said, you know, all of us were like, oh yeah, okay, let's play a game. So she said, oh, well, I've got the Ouija board. Let's play the Ouija board. <laughs> so I grew up in the church and have always been told, do not touch a Ouija board. It's okay. <coughs> you know, and you're opening up a door to the spirit realm. And any, any good paranormal, you know, paranormal researcher will tell you the same thing. It's not something to play with. Um, it is a portal. And so, anyhow, I, they wanted to play the Ouija board, and I said, yeah, no, uh-uh, no. And her parents were actually in the room, too, and she had mentioned it, and I feel like everything just kind of went, you know, like, nobody was saying a word, like, wait, wait. She said, no? I said, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. And they said, well, come on, Jessica, why not? And I said, no, I don't want to do the Ouija board. And they just kept pressing and pressing. And yeah. I said, just like get that the door. Ouija board out, I'm calling my mom and I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. And like my, my best friend, she was like, come on, Jessica, why not? And I said, I'm serious. I'm not, we're not, yeah. I, I'm not going to be here while you play it, if you're going to play it. And they said, okay, fine. So we ended up playing a board game, Sorry. I if you remember the Sorry, the board game. Anyway, oh, yeah. We, yeah, had, you know, we had a great time the rest Classic. of the night. Um. And so we went to bed, and so the way, all right, so I have to explain how we were laying. So Holly's bed is like here, and this is her head, here's her feet, and she's laying in her bed. I'm down here at her feet, and then my best friend Caitlin, and then these other two girls, and then up here near Holly's head is a dresser with a mirror on the top. Yeah. So I have really bad eyesight without glasses or contacts. So at that age, I wore glasses. And if I slept over at somebody's <laughs> house, I would always sleep with my glasses on because I'm like Velma from Scooby-Doo. 
you know, if I don't have my glasses on, I can't see anything. So I remember waking up and you know how you just kind of look around and you just kind of, you know, turn over, go back to sleep. Well, that's what I did. But when I turned, I saw something sitting on Holly's bed and I was like, Holly? And I realized what I was looking at was a little girl. She was about my age, but she was bright white. And she's sitting with her legs like up towards her chest. And she has a hand mirror in her left hand and a brush in her right hand. And she's just looking in her mirror, brushing her hair, just brushing her hair. And I'm like trying to make sense of this, right? And I just can't believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing. Like, what the heck? And so I start getting scared. You know, I'm a 12-year-old girl, like, and I'm seeing this thing, right? And so I start elbowing Holly. I'm like, Holly. I mean, um, I start elbowing Caitlin. Like, Caitlin, Caitlin. She said, what? What's going on, Jessica? Like, she, she was one that you don't ever wake up like in the middle of the night you know yeah <laughs> she was yeah so I said Caitlin Caitlin do you see like what what is Holly doing and she said what are you talking about she's sleeping like and Caitlin would turn around and look at you know look up on the bed and see and um I'm like come on Caitlin like seriously what is Holly doing and Caitlin said well she's sleeping She's sleeping, what you should be doing right now. And I said, Caitlin, seriously, you don't see what's sitting on top of the bed. And she said, no, and you're really starting to scare me, you know? And, and by this time, everybody, I'm like starting to wake up everybody because I'm freaking out. Yeah. And um, so Holly starts moving. And once Holly starts moving, um. Well, back up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, every time Caitlin would turn around and look at this thing, it would take a hood and cover cover its head like this. Oh, that's true. And then as soon as Caitlin would look away, it would take the hood off and go back to brushing her hair every time. And so once everyone started waking up, um, especially Holly, um, this thing had a bright white light shined off of its back into the mirror and it levitated up off the bed and then it shot into the mirror, the entire room filled with this brightest, whitest light. I can't even explain. And then it was gone. And I jumped to my feet and I said, okay, everybody saw that, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy. Yeah, like everyone had to have seen that, right? And then the girls were like, no, and you're scaring us so badly. Like, <laughs> so I just started bawling and I went and, you know, ran into the bathroom. And, um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And, um, 
so Caitlin comes in there and she's like, what's wrong? What, you know? And I, I said, I don't understand what just happened. I have no idea what just happened, but I know what I saw. And um, so I just, you know, calmed down and actually went back into the room, laid down because everyone else went back to back to bed. And I laid there totally still until 8 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> And at 8 a.m., I remember I was just kept watching the clock. Eight o'clock, I immediately got up. I called my mom. I said, I need you to come and get me right now. She came and got me. And as soon as I got into the car, um, I just, and I just started bawling my eyes out. And my mom is like, what is wrong? What happened? You know, because you can imagine your 12-year-old yeah. kid is right, yeah. just you know, yeah, you just picked them up from a sleepover and they're bawling their eyes out. So I told my mom what happened. And um, she said, well, let's call your grandma. So my grandma um, was one in your church, that awesome woman of God, the one that you would call if you needed prayer, if yeah. you needed, you know, someone was in the hospital and needed prayer for them. Yeah, you'd call my grandma. So my mom said, let's call, let's call your grandma. And let's ask her to see if she can pray about it, you know, and and see what it was. See, see if you can get some closure to understanding. And my grandma, um, she felt like it was my guardian angel protecting me from what was in that house. And I totally feel the same way. Um, I've, I've heard like since then that um, people a lot of times that that have seen their guardian angels that their guardian angel is about their age, seemed to be about their age. Uh, so it makes sense that it would have been my guardian angel. So that was, since that happened, it's like that opened <clears throat> me up more to yeah. like other things happening. So it's been pretty wild. <laughs> I've had a lot of things happen. Um, but uh, do you mind if I just go over the event stuff really, really? Yeah, quick? That, just yeah, guys, that was my bad. Let's do it. Totally fine. To Let's no, <laughs> it, you're totally fine. Like my brain was just like set to just purge it, you know, and then go into the <laughs> stories or whatever. That was all good. That was my so, bad. Sorry. It, right, no. <laughs> go into it, guys. Quick. All right, here we go. Let's go for it. <laughs> One job. And yeah, just to, just to give you a. I've got my my notes because I want to make sure I don't miss anything um, about the event. But basically, um, my friend Kim and I um, are putting on this event called Encounter Quest. She and I are both vendors. Um, we have cryptid merchandise, and that's how we met. Was at a cryptid event, and we just kind of hit it off. And she said, "Hey, you want to?" I was thinking about putting on an event myself. Do you want to put one on with me? I said, "Absolutely." So here comes Encounter Quest in basically in two months, April 1st. Um, it's going to be uh, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. basically. Um, that's Saturday. We're going to have vendors and speakers. Our vendors, our vendors will be from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and it's free to browse the vendors. Speakers are, they, they start at 10, so from 10 to 520. And then we'll have what's called Encounter Share at 5.30 to 6.30, which is where attendees can 
um, basically speak to the panel of speakers and go over uh, their encounters and get the speakers feedback. Um, tickets, so in order to listen to the vendors, you just have to buy tickets. Um, so general admissions, $25. Um, kids 12 and under are free. Um, it's $20 for military, veterans, law enforcement, first responders, or senior citizens. And then just kind of just go over some highlights of our speakers. So Ron Moorhead, um, he's world renowned in the Bigfoot community for Sierra Sounds. And um, the Sierra Sounds are the only Bigfoot recordings that have been scientifically studied and are accredited as genuine. Um, he's going to be speaking on the quantum Bigfoot, um, where he's going to tie in quantum physics with Bigfoot and paranormal. So I'm really excited about that. Um, then we'll have the Squatch Watchers. They're a really popular group of researchers from Western uh, North Carolina. I know those guys. You know, they, yeah, they're awesome. They're they're super cool. Um, they've been investigating Bigfoot and the paranormal for over a decade. And they're also going to be the MC for the event. And yeah, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. Um, so you can follow them on their on their journey on YouTube. And they update, upload new videos all the time. And then there's Kenny Irish, the crypto punkologist. Um, he's a mohawk. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. He's a, a crypto investigator and an author. Um, yeah, he's appeared on countless documentaries and TV shows. Um, and in March 2021, he released a book called American Cryptids in Pursuit of the Elusive Creatures. And that was actually three-time number one bestseller on Amazon. And he's wow. going to be speaking on Dogman. And Dogman, I'm super excited about because mm. I feel like there's been a lot more encounters that people are, you know, coming up, coming out with recently. So I'm, I'm excited to hear about that one. Yeah. And on that note, I feel like there are going to be uh, way more dogman encounters here in the South. Uh, I don't know, after talking to um, a few guys we have, and especially Nick Valenti, like, uh -huh. and that's what he specializes in. Yeah. So, whew, yeah. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, and then we have Cryptids of the Corn podcast. Um, wow, that's a group of cool. three friends, um, Justin, Jay, and Emily. And Justin's a biologist, so he's able to bring a different perspective to the cryptid world. And a very cool thing about this um, is that the audience gets to vote on their topic that they're going to speak on. Hmm. So from now until March 15th, you can go onto EncounterQuest.com, and if you go under Cryptids of the Corn, you'll, there will be a link there, and you can actually vote up until March 15th on, on what topic you want them to speak on at the event. So, I already voted. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> I did. That's awesome. I did. I'm sorry, I did. That's awesome. I love that. That is great. Um, and then we have Daryl Sims. He's also known as the alien hunter. He has an extensive, like his credentials are pretty amazing. Um, so I just condensed them. He's um, a cowboy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's 
world-renowned expert on alien abductions. He's worked for the CIA. Ooh. He had top secret clearance. Um, he was first abducted at the age of four. First abducted at the age of four. He's an army veteran. He's a senior military police officer. He was a former senior Korean national police officer. Um, he's spoken in 19 different countries. Um, he has a permanent exhibit at the Roswell Museum. And he has 38, with 38 plus years of field research that led to groundbreaking discoveries of alien implants and alien fluorescence. Like I remember in the 80s watching TV and hearing about alien implants. Yeah. That was Daryl Sims. So it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Like, you know, he's going to be at the event. Um, but I, I never heard of alien fluorescence. So I'm really excited to, to see that. Um, uh, he's also the first UFO researcher to be invited to lecture on alien abduction by the American Medical Association. Holy crap. It's right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so when I saw that, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? The American Medical Association <laughs> had him speak? Like, are they okay? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so he has the largest collection of physical evidence of alien human contact. And he's going to be bringing a lot of these to the event. Um, I mean, we're talking skin samples, DNA samples, x-rays, MRIs, sonograms, like sonograms. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, that's wild. Um, so a really cool thing that he's going to be doing is a special add-on event Friday night. So Friday night, he's going to be doing a double workshop event. So um, he's going to be presenting alien evidence and implant testing. So you'll be able to have like one-on-one -on -one with him and you will learn how to find evidence on each other using his equipment. <laughs> it should be pretty wild. Um, and then make also, friends real quick. That, like, do what? Man, that's, that's a real quick way to make it, I guess, an easy friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, first time? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and then also secrets to handwriting analysis. Um, learn how to analyze others through their handwriting. So that should be really cool. Um, tickets for that, though, um, have to be purchased um, separately, and they have to be purchased ahead of time because we have limited seating. So those have to be purchased online. Yeah. Um, and then just to let you know about the venue, like, the venue is awesome. Um, when Kim and I were looking for a place, we wanted it, of course, to be nice, but we wanted, you know, wanted the speaker's presentations to be seen very well and also to be heard very well. Because we've, we've known in the past of um, somewhere it's, you know, it's been hard to see for people or, or you can't hear the speakers. So, we, you know. Definitely wanted that and seats. We wanted the seats to be comfortable because you're going to be sitting all day, right? You know, with yeah. taking some breaks in between. So I wanted the seats to be comfortable. Well, the auditorium actually has movie theater, a movie theater screen, and the audio is amazing. Okay. So you'll be able to see 
and here very clearly um, and then you know be seated in these really nice comfortable chairs so That's awesome. yeah so we're very very excited about that um it's, it's going to be it's going to be an awesome event i'm excited like i would want to go if i wasn't putting it on <laughs> seriously i just it's it's amazing you got these many like headliners man these heavy hitters it's amazing you, you got all these guys thank you yeah they they're 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 great i i really can't wait um just like a side note um so like when when my brother and i do these events and stuff like we have a lot of people a lot that come and tell us their encounters yeah and i've been listening to encounters since like 2018 with podcasts and stuff and I'm kind of a nerd, so I take notes. Yeah. And um, just listening to encounters, it's it's amazing. Like, you have some that are really just blow your your mind, right? Like, yeah. they're incredible, and you're like, it really makes you question what what are these things? You know, what? Yeah. Where did they come from? And um, like. One thing in the Bigfoot community that has really bothered me is that there's some there's some investigators that as soon as they hear someone like the woo, you know, <laughs> talking, you know, like something different other than flesh and blood, right? If if anyone starts speaking anything other than flesh and blood, it's like these investigators, oh yeah, no, I don't want to hear it, you know, kind of thing. Like they just shut it off. Yeah, basically. You can't do that. You can't do that as an investigator, right? You got to take everybody's account. Um, So, like, just some of the the unusual things were like, you know, UFOs and orbs, right? Like seeing those before or after an encounter with Bigfoot. Yep. Um, And then, like, what about the single footprints in the middle of, like, you know, a field full of smoke? Yeah. Portals, yeah, like, stuff like that. Yeah. What the heck? Um, and then like um, there's been several accounts too of like female Bigfoots saving humans from a male Bigfoot attack. Yeah. Like, what's up with that too, right? Mm-hmm. And bears aren't gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like, there's something to them. And then. The big one for me that really, really made me stop and say, what the heck are these things? Is hearing numerous accounts of people where they feel like they're about to die. They are having a very bad and you know, negative encounter with a Bigfoot and they know I'm about to die. So what do most people do? They start praying. Mm-hmm. Even those who aren't really Christian, they they start praying. Yeah. Well, as soon as you say, dear God, Jesus, Lord, help me, save me. As soon as they say that, these things literally turn around and walk away. Yep. Why? You can't say that to a bear. I mean, you can't. But (laughs) (laughs) just maul you to death, you know, like, well, yeah, well, it's also it's to me, it's it's also kind of the same thing with the whole alien aspect, like, are you ready to level up your podcast game? 
Introducing SuperPass, the ultimate all-in-one platform made by podcasters for podcasters. Imagine having access to a sleek website builder, the most powerful content app maker on the market, engaging courses, a thriving community, Patreon, and and exclusive membership perks all in one place. With a Netflix-inspired layout that's both professional and creative, SuperPass is the perfect place to grow your audience and take your podcast to the next level. Don't miss out. Join the SuperPass revolution today. Check out SuperPass.com and get a two-week free trial. Link in the show notes. To me, with aliens, I don't think they're outer dimensional. I think they're interdimensional. Uh, you can call it what you want, in my opinion. I think they're fallen angels. But um, there's been a lot of abductees that have been, that their abductions have stopped when they said in Jesus' name, stop. And there's this guy who started up the CE4 project. Um, his name is Derek something, I forgot. But he used to work for MUFON. And if you look at MUFON's uh, investigations and stuff, we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. But he started to bring that up back in the 90s and the early 2000s, and they fired him for it. Really? Yeah, because they found out if he keeps talking about this stuff. Because he was starting to tell people who were getting um, abducted. Who were, yeah, we're getting abducted. Like, hey, you need to start, you know, you need to start reading your Bible. You need to start going to church. Um, if you just say in Jesus' name, these things will stop. And... Mm-hmm. He did, and that kind of broke out like fire, and people started to do it. Well, abductions started to kind of decline. Yeah. And uh, these people try to tell other MUFON agents what was going on, and they're like, "No, nah, that's bull crap," and they're just trying to bury it. And like, a, basically, like a lot of like these Bigfoot encounter stuff too. Like, you hear that, but you don't hear that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To me, there's more. Than just it being a physical blood creature to me you know there's more of like a spiritual warfare like a cryptid warfare yeah going on you know yeah um, that's yeah 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 that's totally my frustration with with the those who are just no it's only flesh and blood and that's exactly it. exactly because and, i feel like you're calling those other people liars who are seeing this stuff happen you know oh, yeah, and exactly. so like and like you were saying i brought that up to um to a friend of mine who's a head of MUFON I don't I don't want to say because I didn't ask him if I could say but I asked him he's also a Bigfoot researcher I said why is it that you know you say in the name of Jesus God Lord help me these things you know Bigfoot they'll turn around and walk away like they will leave and he said you know what aliens will do the same thing and I said are you kidding me I didn't know that I just learned that back in, in October when he told me and I was just like freaking out like oh my like wow like you know blew my mind and so one awesome thing is that Ron Moorhead he he's an amazing investigator because he started noticing I have all these credible witnesses coming forward saying the same thing right yep. and they don't know each other from Adam but they're coming forward saying you know, I, I'm standing in the middle of a field, there's no trees around, and I see a Bigfoot right in front of me, and all of a sudden, the Bigfoot is gone, like, just yeah. completely disappears. Yeah. And, you know, like, I can, I've heard other investigators say, oh, well, it's because Bigfoot, they're just so fast, and you were just caught up in the moment of seeing one, so... 
they probably just ran so fast and you just you just yeah, didn't, didn't pay attention or didn't see it. Oh, it's the same well, thing kind of like with uh, whole, uh, the whole the uh, whole dogman aspect too. Mm-hmm. First they visually appear there and all of a sudden they're gone like you know people call them portals interdimensional whatever like yeah. you know yeah it's just yeah. Yeah. They're just yeah they're just well, jumping in and out of Yeah. Then they could be they could be you know we don't know right? Like There we go. Yeah. So it's but like yeah. I love that Ron took that information and he said, there's something to this. There is. And so he started doing research and from his research came the quantum Bigfoot. And that's where his book, you know, came about. So he's going to be talking about that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, but go ahead. Uh, I was I was gonna say um, Daryl Sims too. He's gonna bring the alien aspect into it yeah. to try to help make sense of it. So yeah. I just want to challenge other investigators, researchers, or people that really want to know what these things are. I want to challenge them to come and listen to all of our speakers, listen to all of the theories and the opinions that they have. And the information that they're going to present come with an open mind and no bias and just, you know, listen to what they have to say. Um, Because, you know, without you don't have to agree with their theories. You just need to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, well, not only that, too, it just kind of brought up a lot of uh, just when you're talking about that, it's brought up a lot of things I was doing research on back in the day mm. with all uh, with all Dare Sims brought me to uh, like an investigation on like 411. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, um, also, too, bring me up to when like like in Europe, like back in like the medieval times, they written down and talked about uh, forest fairies. Right. But forest fairies, if you read it back in their texts. It's not like how we think of fairies nowadays, right? The mm-hmm. wings and stuff like that. They're small people. You go out into the forest to play tricks on you. And next thing you know, you'll wake up somewhere else a day or two later. Missing time. Clothes gone. Well, what does that add up to now? It's just a different face mask on it. An alien abduction. Mm-hmm. Small grays. Missing time. Yeah. You end up somewhere else. It's weird. Yeah, just kind of just all these breadcrumbs, you know. But also do, but also too, just like Zook, like in our podcast, I try to look at things like biblically. That's just kind of where I come in, mm-hmm. and then Zook does the does you know does all the other stuff. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's so interesting. It's funny you say that because I actually watched um, one of Daryl's presentations that he's done in the past, and. He actually mentioned exactly what you're talking about, and he said those are aliens. Yeah. Oh. So he specifically, yeah, Ooh. yeah. He said they it. are aliens. Somebody's smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's that's really cool that you yeah. said that. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff too. Like we're trying to hit up L. L. A. Marzulli when it comes to like the Nephilim giants and stuff. Yeah. And, mm, good yeah, books. Just, yeah. Really good books. L.A. Marzulli just came out with four DVDs, like four movies on, um, or documentaries on UFOs. Actually yeah. ordered them and they're coming in Monday. I can't wait to watch. Oh my gosh, that could be like a virtual, <laughs> well, like. Well, speaking of the Nephilim, we're going to be interviewing Gary Wayne next month. You are? 
Yeah, we're gonna be interviewing Gary. He's Wayne reading the book. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, unfortunately, I'm trying I, to crush the book. Like, I'm trying yeah. to crush yeah. it. Well, Zook's had it for like how long? Yeah, for like six years. So I just got it like last month. So I'm like trying to crush it as fast as I can. So interviewing him that month. And then, like two weeks after, we're interviewing uh, Derek Gilbert from Skywatch. Nice, yeah, yeah awesome. So yeah, so we're pretty excited about that. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah. But anyways, be... yeah, but like I said, you got some heavy hitters, girl. Uh, this is this this is good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get this out there. Like I don't know, and, and I'm excited because I'm doing something different with the podcast. I don't know if you listen to Tony Merkel's, but I, I love his style. Yeah. And I'm gonna start. Yeah. 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 Uh, matter of fact, adding. that was awesome. Matter of fact, I was on his uh, podcast not too long ago. Oh, yeah, and I'm uh, just standing where, in the background. Yeah, that's where, that's that's where me and Zook went to that. I need to listen to that one. Yeah, me and Zook went to that uh, first, like, Dogman conference dog in Paris, mm-hmm. Tennessee. So I was over there, like, selling my art, and Tony Merkel was next to me, so we were just chatting the whole time. And, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, got to meet, got to meet a lot of cool people out there. Very cool. I know we wanted to go to that one, but it was, like, it was a nine-hour or hour drive for us. Ooh buddy yeah there are people who drove really freaking far like yeah. texas and i think further wow um, then i saw the mohawk the, the mohawk the mohawk man uh, i mean it was it was so cool like uh just just the people we meet and um yeah whatnot and um and drewski that this is what i talked th- this is uh i was telling drewski i might have to hop off early but i still want this to continue um just the wife's been watching little man for a while and she yeah. i need to go put him down so yeah. um probably still be yeah. talking when you come he likes back to sleeping, buddy you probably will like i'm gonna leave yeah. this leave this open but man i'm really bummed like but it's, it's just it's just life like life. right now and i'll be this will be something to look forward to because i want to listen to it in the morning okay. even though i'm not i won't stop recording so i'm like yeah. just just please hang up make sure you do that <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's see man i wanted to add add so many things because this event 25 dollars to get in and you can view the vendors for free, so that's nice. <laughs> you don't have to pay for that. Yeah, um, I, mean, I know plenty of events that charge for stuff like that. Um, and two, like these big, like specialists. Uh, I mean, they are world renowned for the most part, or at least in the community uh, that we're in. So, and and guys, this, it just like this year, for example, like it'll never happen the way it is going to this time because this will be the, the the first time. So it's like it's it's a really big deal that it's going to happen because next year it will never be the same. Like it's going to keep getting better and better. Um, but I mean, shoot, even this year, like the people that you're having here is just big. I freaking wish we could make it, but I think that's when uh, our other, uh, my other little one is due. So <sighs> I know it, it sucks, Aww. man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like it just, it sucks. We're like, I'm like, oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> you're locked down, guy. I, I know. It. But don't worry. I'll yeah. be locked down for like 18 years. You know what? But, no, it's, <laughs> but anyway, I know little man's trying to tear at the door. He's a sleepy little guy. So, um, yeah, dang it. I had so many other things I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah, it was about Bigfoot levitation and, and b- jumping in and out of dimensions. And mm-hmm. also, um, whenever you talked about all these people that walk in with confirmation bias, uh, uh, mindsets and yeah. o- only those point of views it's so crazy because in science you have to be open-minded mm-hmm. and that's why um, i mean i know the bible isn't a book of science but it's good to back up everything you know that you look into with scripture because yeah. right? it has to line up and yeah. I, with right. with especially with what i've been through 
Um, I mean, I am open-minded to science, and I'm a big believer in science to an extent. Science will not prove everything, and science only lasts for so long. I mean, there are certain, like, fundamentals of science that won't change, like, it's just who we are, our DNA structures. Um, but then people, science improves with the technology that they make. So it's, like, every decade or so, they start to find out more, and they'll start to kind of reformat, like, textbooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. When they say, oh, this is right, just kind of like, like bogus evolution. Like, I mean, there's so much, there's so much freaking evidence. Like the the evolution, I, I don't know. I just wish they would teach both sides, like creationism and yeah, and evolution. Yeah, stop um, being one sided. Yeah. Anybody listening who believes who believes in um, evolution or, or whatever, just um, I, I'm not hating on you. I'm I'm just, just please do your research and don't just uh, follow what like the school system, government owned, uh, is is mm-hmm. kind of feeding you. But but it's not just about government owned. Sorry, felt a little soapbox because there could be a lot of. <laughs> homeschooling type stuff that that you know feed you a lot of stuff so please do your own research um and with that said i'm out there's my mic no kidding right. but, oh we hear him yeah. oh crap <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> he has a giant man. <laughs> what a baby okay crap. yeah just on that note i mean i know you gotta go but um my mom She's always taught me, like, when I was a kid, she said, question everything. (coughs) And you'll find that your faith will grow stronger. And I have found that 100%. You know, question everything. And then don't take any other people's word for it. Look it up yourself. And, um, yeah, your faith will grow. That's amazing. And, you know, and, and faith is tested over time and yeah. through that it's refined. And then and then in James, um, man, I'm blinking out right now because it's yeah, I'll be honest. <laughs> I know. But, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the book of James. Um, <laughs> yeah. And how I don't know. It, 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 he just gives an example of, of how things are refined through fire. And then there's a yeah. process of refiner's fire process yeah. and mm-hmm. all this. And I'm like. Man, James, motherfucking James, he's cool. I, I know I shouldn't say that, <laughs> sorry. But, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I feel like I'm about to... About to zone out, bro. Yeah. All right, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so, Encounter Quest 2023. Got it. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll still be here, Zook, so just go do your thing, man. <laughs> All right, anyways, okay, anyway, so, yeah. So, yeah. So I'll I'll give you a little bit of background on me, I guess. Um, So I I grew up in a suburb of Richmond, Virginia. I have amazing, wonderful Christian parents. Grew up in an awesome home. Very blessed with that. I have two older brothers. Um, I kind of got into the subject of Bigfoot. Like when I was younger, um, I was probably 10. I discovered Unsolved Mysteries. Do you remember that TV show? I love that show. <laughs> love Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. It's like, because they I were think, all about, you know. Yeah, they brought missing. it back on. Yeah. They brought yeah. it back on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. It's all about, you know, missing people, Bigfoot, aliens. I mean, miracles, too, were on there. And so, like, I was always obsessed with monkeys. I've loved monkeys ever since, you know, I was little. And so when I saw Bigfoot, on Unsolved Mysteries, I was like, that's a huge monkey. (laughs) (laughs) And so ever since then, I've just, I just loved Bigfoot. Um, And then, 
you know, then when I, a couple of years, what I was 12, that's when I had the, saw that what I think was my guardian angel. And, um, so it's been pretty, like I've had, I have, have had a lot to happen, um, paranormal wise. Yeah. Um, but just speaking about Bigfoot though, um, I think I kind of had like that light come on where, so it was probably back in 20, what is it, maybe 2010, 2011, maybe, maybe around then, um, where um, I was going through stuff in my life and um, I was doing a lot of hiking, but I was going by myself which is really stupid to do for a girl. Girls should never go hiking by themselves. Um, but I went hiking by myself to try to clear my head. And there was this, um, there, there was a trail I would go on. Um, been on it several times. And there, I always remember seeing a really cool tree structure and this is in the middle of the Shenandoah National Park. And so I just assumed, this is before I really got into Bigfoot and started listening to podcasts. So I, you know, yeah. I didn't know anything. And so I saw this coolest tree structure every time I would go. And I just thought, okay, well, maybe this father and son were camping and they decided they'd make this elaborate tree structure. And every time I go, I'd see it. And I would just walk past it. But this time I went, I said, you know, I want to sit. I'm going to get in that thing. I want to see what it's like. So I got in it, and I'm sitting there looking out. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. This is, this is neat. You know, I sat there for a couple minutes, got out, kept walking. And you go around this turn, and as I go around the turn, I see two huge trees that had been turned over or uprooted like yeah and whenever i would see those i would always i always like to dig under the roots because you know who knows what's under those roots you know it could be arrowheads and be old coins you know you never know so i was standing there like what which you know just kind of an analyzing okay which one am i going to start digging under and all of a sudden, like there were, there was uh, probably six foot tall weeds beside me. And all of a sudden, if a horse could growl, that's what I heard. And it was like straight trajected down into my ear. Yeah. If a horse could growl. And I mean, I jumped <laughs> and I put my hands up and I walked backwards back to my car um and i mean fast forward to like how far were you from your car i would say oh gosh probably i was probably a half mile it wasn't Dang. like an easy simple walk back to the car yeah <laughs> yeah it was a scary walk back that's for sure um and so it, like fast forward to like maybe i don't know eight nine years later i'm listening to a podcast getting ready for work 
and it's like the light came on. Oh my gosh, this was a big tree structure. There were trees turned over. And then this crazy, you know, sound like as if a horse could growl, you know, <laughs> that, you know, how they mimic, they can be known to mimic other animals. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like that could have been, you know, a, a Bigfoot. Because I remember that day, it just felt so ominous, like so, ugh. like, you know, like you yeah. felt like you were being watched. Yeah, it just, you could, yeah. Basically, yeah. something's up, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, when it did that, did you feel like the growl? Did you feel it throughout your oh, body? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Did it kind of knock you off a little bit? Absolutely. So you Absolutely. got a little bit of infrasound. Yeah, I really, uh, I really feel like that's what it was. And I could tell, like, it's weird because I felt like this, the way it was trajected, like, it was just perfect yeah. <laughs> in my ear. Like, it wasn't from way up high or, you know, way back behind me or anything. It was straight in my ear. <laughs> yeah. And I could tell, like, that it was reserved somewhat in the way it did it. But I don't know why, but I, like, just I just knew. Like, I'm just going to give you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a warning to you're in my space and you need to move. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. So that that's, that was wild. That was wild. And that was my Man. big, yeah. Long trek back, walking backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. But like, ever since that thing happened when I was 12, it's like, it, it is like, it made me more sensitive to things. Like, I've always been sensitive in general to like, you know, even watching like something scary on TV or even action packed movies. Like, I'm there. I am yeah. in it. I am experiencing everything that the person on TV is experiencing. <laughs> Like, to the point where I, I hate it. Yeah. Like, I, you know? And so, like, um, it got to the point where, like, if I walk into an old house, I have to pray before I go into the house. If, you know, I don't know what's in the house. Yeah. And there could be a spirit that's not good. So, I have to pray before I go into an old Homes like I I like Civil War history, so I really like to go to these you know these old plantation homes and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely have to pray before I go in there. Um, my boyfriend's uncle had he was renovating a house in Roanoke, Virginia, and um, I went with him to go and look at the house, and he he was probably about seventy percent of the way done. Yeah. And I forgot to pray before I went into that house. And this was an old home. And we're in there and I could I could feel several different spirits there, like several, several. Yeah. <laughs> but I still forgot to pray. And when we left, we're in the car and I started getting a headache. Still, yeah. I should have still realized then, okay, this I should have known then what it was, but yeah. still didn't. And I thought, well, maybe, okay, maybe I haven't eaten enough today, whatever. And 
but the headache just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And when I got home, you know, it was like this migraine. So I just took medicine and fell asleep in a recliner. So this recliner, it's like a, it's called a cuddler. It's where like two people can recline. Yeah. And so I fell asleep um, beside my boyfriend and I wake up in the middle of the night and I have this, I'm, I'm choking. I have this thing on top of me. And mind you, this was also during a time where I wasn't living the way I should have been. Yeah. Um, I had a, a, a rake on top of me. And for people who don't know what a rake is, it is the most evil looking thing <coughs> I've ever seen. Um, kind of looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, um, but more of a whitish color, gray, whitish gray. It's on top of me. I can't, I, like, so I open up my eyes. It's, it is in my face. Yeah. That ugly, disgusting face. Yeah. And it has its hand in my mouth and grabbed my tongue Boy. and is trying to yank my tongue out it is like i i haven't i've only told a handful of people this Holy story crap, because it, it gave me ptsd like yeah i could not I, uh just thinking of it yeah um yeah so when something like that happens you're frozen yeah and you you know you just woke up and you know this it's gra it's, i'm choking i'm i'm trying so hard to pray yeah. trying so hard to at least try to move um and what people don't understand these things are strong and when i say oh, yeah. strong they are spiritually strong to the point where you are trying so hard to get the name Jesus out yeah. so hard. And it's, you, it, you have to, it's like a breakthrough. You have yeah, to you gotta fight. You got to fight. Yeah, through it. Yeah, yeah, you do. And that's what I was doing because you were fighting for your life. Uh, and so that's exactly what ha was happening. And it finally just like shook like, Jesus, the name of, you know, the name of Jesus. And he finally let go and fled and just went yeah. through the wall out the out out through the wall man yeah i believe that awful off yeah. <laughs> um was it was it a form of like sleep paralysis you think it's it kind of feels like that yeah kind of feels but, like it's heavy it was on your chest yeah yeah and you're yeah you're shaking to your yeah. yeah with every ounce yeah, of your being from the yeah. inside out, you're uh, trying you, to shake. It feels yeah. like, yeah, you're trying, you're basically, basically like your jaws locked. Mm -hmm. and you're trying to say in the name of Jesus, get off. Yeah. And you can't, you're like, ah, 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 you can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is the worst. It's the worst feeling. It's I've awful. had that. I've had that. I'm going to tell you a quick one. I've mm -hmm. had that happen to me three to four times already. Sleep paralysis, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was the head of security at my church at the time. We did a worship night. 
I got home about one in the morning. I usually pray with my kids and my wife before I go to bed and all that, but I didn't. Everyone was asleep, so I don't want to bug anybody. So I just laid down on the couch. I was out, right? Yeah. Next thing I know, I hear a walking in my hallway from my front door to my living room. Get ready for some monster-sized entertainment with no pesky ads. Subscribe to our cryptid podcast for just a few coins a month and listen to all the spooky tales of the unknown creatures in commercial-free bliss. It's like having a personal Bigfoot guide without all the foot odor. So, what are you waiting for? Get your subscription now and join the hunt for the truth today. Link in the show notes. If you're looking for one-of-a-kind art that is sure to make you stand out from the crowd, then look no further than Drew's Tags. Drewski has created a world of custom art that will take you on a wild ride through sports, space, travel, military, cryptids, and beyond. Whether you're a fan of Bigfoot, a reptilian, conspiracy theorist, or just someone who appreciates a good pun, Drewski has something for everyone. So why settle for a boring old print when you can have a custom creation that is as unique as you are? Reach out to Drewski today and get started on your one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Check out his Instagram link in the show notes. Well, I wake up and I couldn't move. I'm like, oh, crap. So I can't move. <laughs> and next thing I know, I see Vince Vaughn. You know who Vince Vaughn is, oh, right? Yeah. Wedding Crashers, yeah. yeah. But he's like seven foot five, Vince Vaughn. Wow. And he's in his suit and he's like, hey, what's up, buddy? You can't move, huh? And he starts laughing at me and he's at the foot of the couch. Dude. And he smiles and then his smile goes away and he rips his face off and it's a Grim Reaper. Oh my gosh. And the Grim Reaper gets this close to my face, like just like, it's like how the basically just how like the rake was to you. Yeah. He gets this close to my face and I'm, and he's having, he has like this, uh, that, that type of thing in front of me. Well, I'm trying to say in Jesus' name, get out of here. Yeah. Well, I kept coming up short. I was like, it was a fight for my life. It took me about a good minute and a half to get it out. And then when I finally did, he just disappeared. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. I know exactly how you feel. Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent what it is. And it's so, it's horrifying. Yeah. Terrifying doesn't even describe it. Like horrifying and beyond. Um, but anyway, wait, buddy, <laughs> we survived. Was, thank the Lord. Man, man, that was a, that was good. I'm just imagining grabbing your tongue. Like, dang, I'm like, damn boy, wash your hands. <laughs> right. Like seriously, I, I honestly, it, it felt, I felt like I was raped almost like, yeah. because that's, yeah, it's one thing to be on top of you. It's another thing to be in your mouth. And just doing whatever he wants, you know? Right. Yeah. Can't like, do a damn I, thing about it. Right. And I remember going to work for like two weeks and not saying anything to anybody unless I had to. And my friend, she finally was like, what's going on with you? Like, you've been really standoffish. You know, they haven't said much. And I told her what happened and because she's known of other things that have happened to me. And I told her, and she's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me. And I said, I just, I feel like I have PTSD. Like, I didn't want to talk about, talk about it to anyone. Like, um, it was awful. And I heard, um, I was listening to one of y'all's podcasts where this guy was talking about a rake. And, um, 
I think he said it was in 2010, maybe. But the way he was describing it, he was like, it was near my area. I'm pretty sure it was y'all's podcast. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I wonder if that was the rake that attacked me that left my house and then it, <laughs> you know, goes and I, I don't know. I don't know. But, you never know. You never know. Yeah. All I know is this stuff is real. It, it is 100% real. I agree. I 100% agree with that. And, you know, to certain people like to put their head in the sand and pretend it doesn't exist or it's taboo, but it's real. Yeah. 100% real. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I'm, I sure. have, I'm getting, I'm getting I, the heebie jeebies thinking about your experience. God bless. <laughs> yeah. I, I have like, this one, another one I could share with you. It's kind of long. Sorry. Um, okay. So <laughs> we got a while. Let's look in here, so we're good. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I was telling you how I uh, like to go and visit Civil War places. Well, um, my ex-husband, my husband at the time, um, he said, "Well, you know, let's. How about if we go to um, Fort Sumter?" in Charleston, South Carolina. I said, oh yeah, that would be awesome. You know, where where the Civil War first started. So we get a hotel at the Andrew Pinckney Hotel there in Charleston. Um, We had purposefully waited to eat dinner. Like, you know, we were starving. We arrived, like, I think it was probably 9, 9.30 when we arrived, but we wanted to eat in Charleston. So um, we were like, okay, let's go get our hotel room, put our bags in there, and then we'll, um, we'll go out and get something to eat and come back and just relax. So we get our room, go inside, and as soon as we get inside, I'm like, oh, there's something here. Oh, yeah, you feel it. Oh, my goodness, yes. There's something here, and it's in that corner, and it's right beside, that, right beside the bed. I'm going to sleep on this side of the bed. <laughs> have the other but um like my ex-husband zero sensitivity to any of that stuff um which was good you know? yeah um so we put our stuff down and go get something to eat and come back and i'm like dreading going back but yeah so we go back and so like here's the bed he's here he's laying here i'm here and we're watching TV. And yep. he's watching the show I Survived. I hated that show because being sensitive. Oh, I hated that show. <laughs> I was there in the moment, right? Like I'm with that person struggling through their oh, it was awful. Like I could tell you everything throughout what I'm about to tell you, I could tell you everything that was happening on TV at the same time of everything happening to me. So I know that right beside me, or right beside my ex-husband, is a short statured man in the corner, and he is just waiting. He is just waiting for his time to grab me. So I want to hurry up and get to sleep. I'm tired, but I want to fall asleep before my husband does. So 
I laying there and as soon as I shut my eyes, that man in the corner comes right up to my face. And I mean, uh, right in my ear. Ah, uh, hell. And he says, let me take you somewhere. <clears throat> let me take you there. Something, something like that. I'm going to take you there. Let me take you there. As soon as he says that, we are immediately on a battlefield. Yeah. I am laying on my stomach on a battlefield holding a musket in my hands. Like you're like a in like a prone position. Yeah, I'm yeah. And I am terrified, obviously. I am looking all around in my surroundings. I am on a battle I'm on a field in a field. <coughs> probably October because there's leaves on the ground, but they're also still in the trees. They're yellow, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I look to my right and there's this kid and I say kid because he couldn't have been a day over 16 and he's beside me also holding a musket and he's like, let me tell you, let me tell you what's going on. And like, he's all excited to tell me what's going on. He said, what happened is you see over there, there's the two generals, there's the union and the Confederate. And I was on the Confederate side. Um, and he said, they know each other. They're really good friends and they don't want to fight. And what happened is we accidentally came upon each other and we didn't want to, they don't want to fight each other. So we're having this secret meeting to say, you go that way, we'll go this way and we'll act like this never happened. And he said, if you look up in the trees behind the bushes, you'll see, you know, you'll see blues and grays. And it, it's just, they're there as a just in case anything happens, but nothing's going to happen. It'll be fine. And I start, I, I, I see them, you know, and, I, and I, I look and I see the Civil War general is the one that was in that corner of the room beside the bed. That's him. I'm looking at him and oh, wow. he's talking to the Union general. And... I'm freaking out like no, this is nothing like this had ever happened to me and has yeah. it, it never happened to me before. And, you know, I'm, I just, I start freaking out and I realize my body is still back <clears throat> in the bedroom because I can hear the TV show. You astro-projected? Yeah. Uh, never heard of astro-projection. Never heard of it. Until several years later, I was watching TV, and I'm like, that lady is, is completely, like, describing what happened to me. Yeah. And so when, like, when I realized that my body was still in that bed and that I could hear the TV... I start shake, like I start trying to shake myself up. back in. Yeah. So I'm like trying with all my might, like all my might to get back into myself. <laughs> and to the point where when I finally do, I'm like, Ugh! like, you know, you know, my arms go crazy. I scream like, and my husband's like, 
what's wrong? <laughs> like it freaks him out. Like what? Are you heck okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh heck yeah! It's so, dead quiet. All of a sudden, you hear that. What the freak? <laughs> right. Like I'm flailing my arms. Like oh. Like, and I said, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I just had a nightmare. I'm I'm fine. Do you I'm realize just... where I've been? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't tell him anything until we left. Like I'll, yeah. I'll get to that for sure. But um. I was like, nothing, nothing, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm okay, I just, I just had a nightmare, yeah, that's it, I just had a nightmare, I'm, I'm fine, he's like, okay, okay, so I knew that as soon as I shut my eyes, something else was going to happen, I just knew, Yeah. and sure enough, once again, I was taken somewhere, and I had to do the same thing. I had to shake to get myself back. Um, I could still hear the TV. Um, and I had to do, I had to, sh oh, it just took all my might to get back, you know, like just shook and shook and shook. And then finally, ah, you know, again. And my husband's like, what is going on? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, it must have been another nightmare. I'm I'm fine, I'm fine, it's all good, you know. And um so <laughs> I'm freaking out at this point, right? Like I will tell you that that second place I went to was hell. Oh. I'll tell you that, but That's I'll I'll get into more detail about that in a minute. Um when that third time that I went to shut my eyes because I wanted to get to sleep before my husband had gone to sleep. That third time when I shut my eyes, I could see in my mind a line of spirits. And when I say a line of spirits, I mean, it was as far as the eye could see. Like yeah. it had to have been well over 250 spirits lined up beside my bed just waiting waiting for their time to take me wherever they wanted to take me yeah like, that was terrifying Jesus. and the next one in line was a female and once again I was instantly like as soon as I saw that line and I started saying oh my dear lord <laughs> Like, a long night. Right. Yeah. As soon as I saw that line, bam. I was, she took me to, actually, actually took me to the corner of the hotel room. And she said, I want you to look out the window. I looked out the window and I looked down onto the cobblestone streets. And she said, I want you to look at all the spirits that are walking the street. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out still, right? Because this is my third flipping time of being taken out of my body, <laughs> you know, against my will. And in another heartbeat, in another second, we are now on the street. I was I was looking down at these spirits walking the street. Now I'm on the street watching them right in front of me. Yeah. So I look to my right and there's like an old carriage with um horses um people being people are on the carriage 
I look and there's you know just tons of people just walking all but they're from all walks of life you know from all years yeah. we're talking like pioneer days to you know now you know recently okay um but I specifically recall the lady that took me there she was standing beside me and we see a slave walking towards us and you could tell that he he had on clothes that he probably had you know these same clothes that he'd probably been wearing for like seven years yeah like um they were torn and tattered um the legs you know were too short the sleeves were too short um and he and this lady that i that i was with they looked at each other as they were passing and he was carrying these two jugs of like two uh jugs of water it looked like yeah um and he looked at her and she looked at him and they acknowledged each other and you could clearly tell they knew each other and they liked each other but they knew that they couldn't do anything yeah exactly they knew that they couldn't be open about it and so they kind of just nodded um as they walked by and you know still i'm freaking out because (laughs) i know what's going on now that i'm being taken to for these people to show me all these things like so once again i start trying to shake myself back into my body and i'm finally do it and you know once again ah! <laughs> and my husband's like okay what is going on like i'm i'm really starting to freak him out yeah and i told him it's okay I'm, I'm gonna be fine i'm gonna be fine it, it's just bad <laughs> it's like i'm seriously gonna tape you to this bed <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, so I don't know how to process all this, right? Like, like I said, this has never happened to me. Seeing ghosts is one thing. Yeah. Being completely taken out of your body to somewhere else. But back to back to back to back. Come on, man. Wow. Exactly. Like, and I, like, so I remember my, immediately, my, my dad, his voice came to my head like saying you know what to do you know you can call on god you know you call on jesus you rebuke them and they will leave you alone and that's what i did you know and i told them to leave me alone i was going to sleep that they weren't gonna mess with me anymore um and they did they i slept great the rest of the night but I also had to pray about that second encounter, like the second, I know I went to hell. Yeah. I prayed that God would let me forget it, like completely wipe it from my memory because I, I knew I wouldn't be able to handle it. I knew that that would change me, that it would change who I am. Yeah. If I remembered it. And so I prayed that he would wipe my memory clean only of the second one because I wanted to remember everything else. Yeah. 
because I felt like there was purpose behind the other two. And he did. He absolutely did. I woke up the next morning. I could not remember that second one. Not at all. And I still yeah. to this day don't remember it. And I don't want to remember it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the I feel like I feel like the third one, like the the lady, she just wanted to show me um what it was like in her time you know to have a friend and not be able to be open about that you know yeah um but going back to the general um i knew that there was something to that right like yeah so i prayed about it and i knew that god was going to show me the answer when it was the right time yeah so it was like maybe, I don't know how much, how much time had passed, but I had gone to visit my mom um, in Richmond and she said, hey, there's a Civil War um, showcase that they're having um, downtown. You want to go to it? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Because my mom loves Civil War. She loves history. She's um, so, yeah, we were super excited to go. Yeah. And um, I mom, I told my mom the story, too, of what had happened. And she said, you never know. You might find, you know, find out who this general was. Um, so we got there and you know, had a great time. Met a lot of great people. Um, and it was like 4.50 and it was ending at 5 o'clock. So at 4.50, you know, the vendors had started packing up and stuff. And I saw this huge, like, this really thick book called um, Confederate Generals of the South. And it was like that book was calling me. Yeah. <laughs> so I picked it up and I said, yeah, um, how much is this? And the guy was like, um, it was 20. And he said, but actually, I'll give it to you for 10. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Thanks. You know, and so I went to give him my credit card and he said, oh, we've already turned off our credit card machine. Dang. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, um, and I don't have any cash. And my mom didn't have any cash. And he said, well, wait a minute. Let me see if my friend, if they still have their credit card machine up, because, you know, maybe we can work it out that way. So went and asked his friend. No, his friend had already turned theirs off. So um, he was like, you know what? Just you can have it. I was like, wait, what? Really? And he said, yeah, you can have it. And so I was like, thank you so much. You know, then I really knew, okay, yeah, I'm supposed to have this book. So we get in the car and my mom's like, Jessica, we got to start looking now. We got to start looking now to see if we can, you know, come across the general. And I was like, well, let's get home first, mom. So <laughs> we got home and my mom actually opened up the book and she put it on my lap and there he was like right there first page confederate generals of south carolina right there benjamin Hugh, i don't know if it's huger or hugger h-u-g-e-r benjamin hugger or huger that was him I was like, that was him to a T. The white hair, he was short, he was skinny. Um, I mean, and he had the mustache. 
I mean, to a T, that was him. Um, and so remember I was staying at the Pinckney Hotel. Yeah. Benjamin Huber was married to, yeah, that's him. 100%. He was married to a Pinckney. Yeah. <laughs> and we were staying in the Pinckney Hotel. That's and after we left the hotel, I realized, like, there's a street right there called Huger Street. H-U-G-E-R. Like, that's his name. And it just lines up. <laughs> right. So I was like, that is him. That is 100% him. And he, sir, when he was in the Civil War, his troop came to the Shenandoah Valley, which is where I live. Oh, it's a so trip. That's where the connection was. That's why he felt a connection to me. Uh... I was where, and, and the thing is, he has actually been called the scapegoat in the Civil War because there's just this whole whole thing that he got bl a, a lot of blame for. Um, they call him the scapegoat, the scapegoat general. Um, and it happened in the Shenandoah Valley, just where I live. <laughs> it was just it just came full circle, you know. Like it made total sense as to why he chose me. So that that was a really wild experience, and I can say since then, um, I have astro astro projected since then. Um, you have or you haven't? I have. Okay. I have. Um, it's just, it's just so weird. I don't even, it's so weird, like, being a Christian and saying that. Yeah. Like, because other Christians are going to be like, okay. Well, you're, you're, well, <laughs> well, when you think about it, you're like a, oh, gosh. Uh, who's that? Paul's done it. Um, Stephen has, you know, like, right before he dies getting martyred he looks up he sees jesus opens up um yeah there's a lot of people in the bible who've done that but yeah. you know yeah, well, I, yeah think, that's I, think, why I think that's just why i've kind of like kept it more to myself yeah. it's, it's, well here's but here's the deal though here's the deal you're not doing it out of your own spite you're not it, right. purposely doing it okay right For example just like just that whole classroom take with john ramirez which is a warlocks and stuff they purposely mm -hmm. do that Right. To go claim territories in certain areas. If this happens to you unannounced, accident, you know, you have no control over it. You have no control over it. You know? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's wild that people can actually choose or actually choose to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> I guess it, that's so crazy to me. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, like, they're just uh it's such an awful feeling well they got it really those, is they got those scales over their eyes yeah 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 but it, yeah I, I know that the fbi had um brought in two specialists that could do that and that's like how they would um yeah that was like their intel like they they'd give information to the government you know because they could astro project to the enemy line and say oh they're going to do this kind of thing so I, I know the government is aware of it oh yeah the government's aware of a lot of stuff we oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah 
So it, gosh, <laughs> a lot of stuff, right? It's That's crazy. good stuff right it's there. Crazy. Um, yeah, Garden Angel was cool. Astro projecting, it it happens. It is what it is. Like yeah. I said, you're not you're not purposely doing it, so you yeah. got to worry about that. I know a lot of Christians, especially here in the South, are kind of taboo about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I mean, you can't read one part of the Bible and then not accept the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 so. definitely. And we don't, we don't know why the things happen. Why things happen? Yeah. You know, we can just keep the faith, and you know, everything will be explained one day. That's for sure. Yeah, you're damn right on that. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate your time, and uh, yeah, there is yeah. no right or wrong answer to this. I, I always ask a lot of people this. Um. What do you think Bigfoot is? There ain't no right or wrong answer to this. <laughs> Honestly, I do feel like he's part of the Nephilim thing, yeah. Genesis six. I do feel like he's a part of that. Um, and I've had a lot of, um, a lot of questions I've, I feel are starting to be answered. A lot of the dots are being connected recently and the lights are coming on. Wow. That answers so much stuff. It really does. And I, when people come, I, I really want just want people to come and listen to what the speakers have to say, because it will connect so many dots. Yeah. All of them will connect. It, it's amazing. And that's what I feel like I'm at the breakthrough, I'm at this breakthrough of figuring it out. Yeah. Um, and it has to do a lot with the speakers that we have. So, uh, yeah, Genesis 6, for sure. Man, okay. (laughs) All right, now, what do you think aliens are? Genesis 6. (laughs) I figured, that's why I asked. I I really do. I mean, yeah. And after the event, like, I don't want to give anything away just yet. Like, but after the event, I'll talk totally freely about it. Like, I'll give you more of my take, I guess, after the event. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Definitely come. Try to come to the event. Um, and I'll, I'll share it with you after. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on for sure. All the details. <laughs> um, is there going to be, if, if people can't make it, is there going to be any, like, live feed, any, like, live stream, anything like that? We are... It's funny you say that. Um, we're working towards that. Um, we need some sponsors though, because doing a live feed—it's it's not cheap. No, it's not, yeah. Um, doing the whole event—it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah. So we're really trying to get a lot more sponsors to help. Um, but we really want a live feed to to happen. We've. Um, we found a, we have found a company that will do it. Um, it's just we're praying for the means to do it. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely 
keep you on our prayers for sure. On that. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, hey, Zook, what do you think? Oh, Zook isn't here. <laughs> my bad. Uh, yeah. And then for all y'all, Zook's uh, putting his son to bed. So it's yeah. the screen. But uh, hey, Jessica, freaking awesome. Good Thank stuff. Um, yeah, I really do. You appreciate you coming on here and being vulnerable and uh, you know, just being open and honest. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. thank you thanks, thanks for so, having me appreciate oh, it oh shoot girl pleasure's all mine yeah. but yeah we're we will we'll definitely have you on here again uh, to right. talk about to talk about what happens at encounter quest yeah so encounterquest.com um, yeah uh guys um <laughs> guys any information or questions or anything um jessica where can people find you at yeah encounterquest.com or you can email encounterquest51 at gmail.com um, or Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Okay, now, now what about your business with your brother? So business with my brother is Broken Branch Designs, LLC.com. Um, my brother is an artist and we sell everything Bigfoot. So we take, I take his drawings and then put it on everything we can think of like pillows, shower curtains, t-shirts, um, I mean, you name it kind of thing. So, <laughs> so yeah, you can check that out too, Broken Branch Designs, LLC.com. That is awesome. Cool. Yeah. I will have Zook plug all that in the show notes. That way uh, people uh, can find you guys with the click, click of a button. So, awesome. um, yeah, that is, that's, yeah. that's all I got. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, that's all he got. Uh, Jessica, appreciate you. Um, yeah, guys, if you guys can make it out to uh, Encounter Quest, be there, be square. And then uh, Jessica, we look forward to having you back on. Thank you. So, have a good night. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks. Later. All right, guys, uh, this is Drewski. Uh, we are out and we are done. Just wanted to say, hey, guys, uh, remember, um, yeah, guys, like it says in Ephesians, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of this age. Uh, be smart, question everything. And uh, yeah, hope you guys have a good, safe week. And yeah, I'm out. And uh, Zook sends his regards. All right, guys. Later. It's pretty simple. Just give me something to feel. They know the glass is full, so the drip is turned to a spill. Be careful what you wish, I for sure can grant your appeal. Cause when I hit you, they gon' blame me when you caught it off the field, right? I'm already cold, but I need to chill. I'm here to sharpen the skill while giving us some conversations where none of us getting killed. Look, that just how deep feel. <laughs> I'm buying land for the rebuild. Welcome to deep field, plying in isolation. <laughs> Cause finding my way in this type of nation Delaying gratification by sowing my seeds now And understanding the patience uh, The book is already written Stop skipping pages, forgive me, the mind is racing If you take away the things you think you needed Life is basic, it's a movie, a lot of them playing Satan <laughs> Be happy, God is free You follow truth if you follow me Just call me D, I turn the page You really think you're doing something when you burn burning
sage. I done it all and it was nothing but a learning phase. Yeah, that's demons casting out demons. Giving yourself the power by telling God you don't need him. I'm leaving all of my problems to the most high. You see what God do behind the scenes and make your soul cry. And you don't have to be in church with a suit and a bow tie. I'm saying when you sink in, he'll be right there when you both die. I call him Wi-Fi. Look, it's all about connection. How much did he study when you see a man was tested? How much did you give when you give a man his blessings? One of my pet peeves is saying it was manifest. You can walk outside right now and get shot and die any second. It's two things I pray for, and there's peace and protection. Did you guess it? <laughs> and I ain't saying don't believe the reverend. I'm saying my praying hands are a secret weapon. I kept them for many years. Struggles are souvenirs. I see we not moving, then that's the reason I disappear. Cause I'm on a mission to break loose in my future years. Even if it looks super weird, I should be the one Lucifer. But can you tell me? <laughs> That isn't something wrong with me Cause I'm able to find peace Without walking on the beach stress free I look at life like you should Cause everything you think is bad Might be good Understood? Hold on Thank you.